So here I am. I'm not even, I think I'm about 27, 28. Everything is going well. And I love electronics. So mm -hmm. I'm one of them stay on top of all the latest and, you know, gadgets. Stuff be moving a little fast from the day. But <laughs> So I had this little device hooked up on my office where I could answer this phone and hear and let the people in because I was upstairs, my showroom. Yeah. And I can also hear outside. And one of the women that I had supported, her her um, child was in college, mm -hmm. so she was much older. She was old enough to be a, a, a mother. She probably would say auntie, but a mother mm -hmm. to me because me and her son were, he was a little older than me. Wow. So anyway, wow. I was helping her. He had decided to go back to school. I was making sure she had everything she needed financially. Mm -hmm. And she was outside. I heard her on this little phone thing um, telling everybody, all the people who came out, she waited for them and told them, don't do business with me. What? That she was going to start her own and she could do a bigger and better. She calling me, can't come to work. Oh, this ghetto. It's the fifth. Deadline was the first. Oh, this ghetto. Payroll do again. Pockets hurt. Oh, this ghetto. Good idea. Now we buy merch. Oh, this ghetto. Payment miss. Oh, the ghetto. Say she quit. Oh, the ghetto. Laid on your rent. Rent is ghetto. New event. Oh, the ghetto. Invoice in. to another episode of the ghetto ceo podcast where we talk about all things ceo a lot of times people only show you the good parts about being a ceo but i want people to know that there is a whole nother thing behind the curtain right i want you to when you get into being a ceo like you know that there is good days but there are also bad days and we cry we bleed we do all the things as well but entrepreneurship can truly be a passion but you have to lean in so here at the podcast we give you the raw and unfiltered truth behind being a ceo and so so today we have literally, literally have a living legend on the couch. My mentor, my friend, Dr. Tracy. How are yes. you? I'm wonderful. <laughs> so glad to be on the couch. Yes. I mean, you know, we talked about that mm -hmm. and manifestation. Yes. I didn't even know how it worked. I didn't yes. know you had a day scheduled and you you had all of, you know, the, the, the cameras, the yes. equipment, the people. I mean, who knew? Yes. But I just knew that our day would come to yes. do this. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really excited about this because we get to talk about your story all the time. We get yes. to talk about like the good and the bad of entrepreneurship. Yes. But Dr. Tracy, let them know. Like, I need you to just let them know for a little bit who you are and what you what you do and what you have done. So I actually built a brand, a fashion jewelry brand with two hundred dollars and took that brand to one hundred million dollars. Yes. And that's wholesale. Yes. So uh, and with over a hundred thousand independent women consultants, very few men, mm -hmm. but ninety nine point nine percent women. And to build that sales force with no um, IG, no Facebook. Yes. And we we didn't even you know, the Internet was still like, <laughs> you know, so we were coming from there. Yeah. But it was all about touching the people and really understanding people and and then getting them involved in a business that would make them money yes i think that's your superpower though yeah. your superpower is community and connecting people yes. where did you learn this skill 
You know, when I was a little girl, four years old, my grandmother sold clothes and accessories for a living. And so I would go with her. Mm -hmm. And instead of going to daycare, she took me every day. And I saw relationship building. Mm -hmm. The people liked her. And I realized that they did business with her because they liked her. They knew she had great style. And they trusted her ability to fashion to for fashion and to clothe them mm. so they trusted her no like and trust so yes. I learned that at four years old right, right. and I watched how she did that thing so smooth and authentic yeah. because she really had a heart for the people and I've watched people do it in a bad way they don't have no heart for the people <laughs> they want to fleece the people yes, so yes. I saw her with her heart so I knew she was the real deal because I saw her at home mm. and out in the street but fashion been in your blood, then. Fashion's been in my blood since her mother. Mm. Her mother uh, bootleg liquor down south. Period. Yes. <laughs> so she was a strong entrepreneur bootlegger. Yes. Then she got her act together and moved to New York. So okay. she she grew up in Harlem, her, her mother, mm-hmm. and was really big on the fashion scene. Okay. Sold clothes, and she was big in Harlem. And then my grandmother learned that. So it's been in the blood. Yeah. My mother's good with fashion and design. So, yeah, so it's a bloodline thing. Listen, and then fast forward, you created a $100 million business from a $200 investment. Yes. Listen, so what was one of the hardest lessons that you had to learn through? I know it was a lot, but, like, one of the, the most memorable lessons. Okay, so we're going to do, the funny thing is, there is no one memorable Mm -hmm. because every stage there was another one. Mm. So I think the most memorable, if we have to use that word and go there, would be in my early days when I was afraid to be Tracy Lynn. And Mm. I'll explain it. People would say, are you Tracy Lynn? I would say no. Why? Because I had an incident. Okay. When I was selling in my home mm-hmm. and all the ladies found out because I was Tracy Lynn, yes. they stopped buying. And I was in the middle of renovating my house, my kitchen. Okay. And so they got on the porch and all decided to do a walkout on me because they weren't going to fix up my kitchen. Wait, so uh-huh. you, they were coming in your home to buy the jewelry. They, they would buy it. At this point, I was doing clothes and a little jewelry. Okay, okay. So they were coming in because I was doing my grandmother clothes. Yeah. So they were coming in, buying it, making a profit for them. But they stopped seeing what they were making, and they were too busy focused on my new kitchen. Uh, and they were like, uh-uh, she making too much money that's, out here. That's right. Yeah. So it shut me down for about six months, went into a deep depression, Okay. then came out. Thank God for that. Came out to start, decided to do jewelry in the house for a limited time and set goals on a piece of paper. That's why it's important to write the vision down. Habakkuk 2, 2, write it down, make it plain. So when you read it and the forces that come to support you, everybody's on the same page. So I wrote that thing down. Six months, I was going to be out in a location, and I was. Mm. And I did jewelry because jewelry was one size fit all. Yeah. I didn't have no returns on the side. Right. So uh, my first month was almost 16000 and I had wow. never seen that. So I came from straight depressed state yeah. and, and, and was moving quick, and I decided not to reveal my identity. Mm. I was only 26 years old or at this point I wasn't even 26 because I, I made my first million by the time I was 25. Yeah. So I was like 20, 
23, going on 24. Yeah. So I decided to shield myself. I'm an only child, yeah. came from some good folks, you know, yeah. raised by, uh, you know, these single women. And I wasn't ready for the wolves. Right. You know, I knew they existed. Right. I'm straight from Detroit, right. Philadelphia, <laughs> so I understand that. Yes. But, um, I just didn't, you know, people I was helping. So anyway, mm. I decided not to be the real me. Wow. And so this was coming from that trauma of those women yes. seeing what you were doing, not yes. even really understanding what was happening, but they just made their own narrative. And then you like, okay, now I need to shrink. I need to shrink. Wow. And so people would come. And my whole uh, family little meeting came up to my office. Why are people saying you, Tracy Lynn? I know you're not. So my, so I have family. Yeah. And they said I wasn't Tracy Lynn. It was no. Now my middle name is Lynn. I surely. I'm gonna say it's your this, name. Not this Lynn. is my, my my name is Tracy with the I yeah. L Y N N. That's so. That funny. is my name. But the family, yeah. because nobody could believe that I could start because the jewelry was taken off mm. in the house. I was at sixteen thousand a month. Yeah. So by the time I I came out. But by the end of the year, I had already made a million dollars, and I didn't start until June. Wow. And you, uh, when you first started the business, you started with the consultants? I did. Okay. Because I read Mary Kay's book wow. about build it with people. When you have a heart for people, mm. this is how you can do it. That's good. And so I read that book, and I believed it. So I copied what was in the book. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, look, you you can copy, just copy the right cat. Okay. Yes. So I said, now, this is a woman I can copy. Mm -hmm. And I did. And I did some of those things. And I naturally had the ability to draw. Mm. I naturally had the ability to care. Yeah. And more important, to see. Right. I can see you. Yeah. You know, from the moment I met you, I saw you. When you came in my group talking yeah. about you... I saw you. Do you mm. realize I see you though, right? Yes, yes. Right, right. Yes. I can repeat stuff that you say. Mm. I know what you're eating, them lamb chops. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. Yes. So that is a part of my, my superpower. Mm -hmm. So, But I was too afraid I was going to lose it all. So I actually did an article for the Philadelphia Inquirer and used my married name of my ex-husband at the time, um, used his name and wouldn't use Lynn. Mm. And they did a big article. And still, nobody at this time knew. You had made this million dollars at 25, something mm -hmm. iconic, yes, right? Yes. And nobody knew it was you. Nope. Not even your family. That is no, hilarious. No, Except for my immediate family. Yeah. And you know, they were getting paid. They, they didn't care. Like, you be, <laughs> be like, who you need quiet. to be. Right. But once I, I won the Madam C.J. Walker Award, mm -hmm. I had to be me. Mm -hmm. This was an iconic woman who uh, over 100 years ago was a multimillionaire in direct sales. So I studied her life. Okay. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to make history. Yeah. I cannot make history and I can't be me and yeah. show up authentically as me. I right. can't defend when it's, it, it's got to be me. Right, These got to right. be my experiences right. to be authentic, defend it, and grow it. Yeah. So I decided to step in it. Yeah. So what clicked for you when you were like, okay, I got to be me. What were your next steps? Did you just like, cause you couldn't make a social media post and be like, it's me. So what, what did you do? Everybody that came into my showroom, mm -hmm. I said, listen, I want to tell you something. I haven't been saying this to me, but I am Tracy Lynn. And I told people one by one, and it felt like I was doing this major confession, you know, <laughs> bless me, Usher, Father, for right. I have sinned. Yeah, right. I could have made an album. I could have been in a confessional. That's that's how intense it was. And I was only like 20 
six at this point. Yes. And I had to, but I, I had to get it off. Mm-hmm. I had to get it out. And you know, one thing that I, I told you when we first met and I said, one thing that I gravitated me towards you is because I made my first million dollars at 26 and no, it's not a lot of people that can really understand the pressure of making so much money so young and really not understanding business, you know? Right. And what, what did that look like for you? Like you're 26, you're growing up as a woman, you're becoming and stepping into your full power. What did that feel like? What did that look like for you? So even I had to step out um, in that power, mm-hmm. but also my marriage was ending. Mm-hmm. I married a little younger. I married the dress, not the man. Yeah. Um, so my marriage, I was growing. Okay. I was becoming. I yeah. was getting confident. Yeah. He wasn't ready for all that. Yeah. Because I wasn't the real me, remember? Right, right. So now you done got all this attention, I, 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 this power. Come He's on like, now. Uh-uh. Yes. <laughs> so it was it was all of those things. And not having any role models, mm-hmm. I had no mentors to. Re- I had to read the books, so right. I had to read about Madam Walker. I had yeah. to read the Mary Kay. I didn't have any associations to go to, yeah. so it was it was hard. Right. And I didn't have family members who had made a million. And then I had most of the people didn't believe I made a million. Mm. And it's like now you gotta prove you trying to prove yourself to yourself. Come it's, out, becoming, and then everybody is questioning yes and i'm going through this divorce yeah so it's so much turmoil and then i mean once that is over then the big rock happens and Mm. i ain't talking about no ring so it was like so here i am i'm not even i think i'm about 27 28 everything is going well and I love electronics, so mm-hmm. I'm one of them. Stay on top of all the latest and you know gadgets. Stuff be moving a little fast for me today. But <laughs> so I had this little device hooked up on my office where I could answer this phone and hear and let the people in because I was upstairs, my showroom, yeah. and I can also hear outside. And one of the women that I had supported, her her um, child was in college, mm-hmm. so she was much older. She was old enough to be uh, a, a mother, she probably would say auntie, but a mother mm-hmm. to me because me and her son were, he was a little older than me. Wow. So anyway, wow. I was helping her. He had decided to go back to school. I was making sure she had everything she needed financially, mm-hmm. and she was outside. I heard her on this little phone thing um, telling everybody, all the people who came out, she waited for them and told them don't do business with me. That she was going to start her own and she could do it bigger and better. Then what? And so that, you you know that it was like a dagger. And I'm a child compared to this 40-something-year-old woman. I I just couldn't even believe it. Um, So I, I put her out the business. I knew enough to do that. Yeah. But I just had no desire. Yeah, but this wasn't your first time that you felt this disappointment from people. This is the second iteration. Yeah. So my business has gone through. It wasn't until the third iteration when I came back stronger and better. But I let it go. I shut it down. You shut the whole business down? I shut the whole business down. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I figured if I got to go through this, helping people, trying to do my thing. And then, I mean, then people were coming to me, you know, I'm going to do my own jewelry. I'm going to do my own jewelry. I would see everybody up in New York. That's, you know, I live close to New York. I would get my jewelry. But one thing that I forgot 
what God has for you mm. and what you are anointed to do. Yes. Nobody could walk in those shoes. Oh. I forgot that. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So I let people talk me out of my dream and destiny. That's why I'm here today. Because yes. I want to make sure nobody talks your listeners and viewers out of their dream and destiny. Don't let it happen because you won't even know them people. Right. Five years from now, you didn't gave up your dream, destiny, and your money, and you don't even know the people. <laughs> you know that sound crazy. Yes, yes, because probably to this day, you don't even know these ladies. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I did, but uh, I, I I met my my current husband, who's my husband now of 29 years. Yes. So he encouraged me, like, I know you're not going to let this go. Mm. And plus, you know, he, he had heard about the millions I was making. <laughs> he like, He's like, I, I want to see this. Right, right, right. So I started the third iteration. Okay, okay. And but you know, one thing out. I love, before what? you tell that part, yeah. one thing I love I keep hearing is you keep coming back. What? And coming back bigger what? and stronger than Every ever. time. Every time, yes. like a phoenix, baby, yes. I can go down to the dust, yes. and I'm going to come back bigger, stronger, mm. reinvent. Yeah. No, I'm not going out like that. Yes. So he encouraged me, got me back on track, and then Tracy Lynn Fashion Jewelry, the way it was, it was born. So you come back, you start to build this this tribe, this That's community right. Right. Um, of 100,000 women. Like, how did you even, one, what was your mindset going into this third iteration? And then what are some of the things you started to change, even e either internally or physically in the business, to not go through what you went in those first two iterations? First of all, I believed now. Mm -hmm. I, I knew it, you know, any Matrix people, you know what, once Neo believed, he could stop the bullets yeah. when it came. <laughs> right. So I believed. Yeah. All of a sudden, I believed, and I knew it was my place to do it. So that was the main thing, mindset. Mm -hmm. Had to get my mindset right and my money mindset right. right. So I believed. And then the second thing was, I didn't let people get that close in my ear that I was going to believe them. Mm. So I had to watch what I let in. And who I let in. Mm. Because there are people who want to get close to you just because who you are. Mm. And then for me to have to grin and bear, I'm not phony. That was a lesson. How yeah. do I laugh yeah. when the phonies are coming? You, mm -hmm. I can see them a mile away. Yeah. I don't like phony. And now you've been, you're able to realize who they are now. You oh, can I, see them. I can see them. Yeah. And that, that's not always easy uh -huh. because then I want to act different, but my money's involved. So, but, but my heart knows how to handle it. Right. And I don't play. Yeah. I shut down drama immediately. Mm. I'm not the kind that will turn my back and I, oh, I handle that. Mm. right away because yeah. if you don't set limits and boundaries people will set them for you, you so know. i didn't play so i don't care if the money seemed like it was walking out the door you didn't make me you weren't gonna break me yeah. so my money wasn't really walking out the door right and you so with these hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people i know you went through quite because well, before you get to that, can we talk about some of the good stuff? Oh, <laughs> shucks. <laughs> what was some of the good? You're like, oh, Lord, right. Jesus. Well, the good thing was when I came back into the business, because mm -hmm. I learned so much, I decided to uh, build it more organic. Okay. So I, I did this grassroots organic method, yeah. which is if you weren't in 
uh, where I could drive to you in an hour and a half, mm -hmm. I could, you couldn't join my business. Oh, wow. Okay. I had to touch you. I had to practice what I thought I knew. Yeah. So I had to be able to touch. And because I built it with, you know, uh, my group, my first 10, my first 100. Yeah. And then you couldn't, you know, everybody had cousins out of the state they wanted to join. Nope, you had to be in my driving distance. Have you been completely isolating yourself in business? Like, you don't have people that you could do this business with. Well, you need coworkers, and that is why we created the Entrepreneur's Coworkers Community. This allows you to be able to develop relationships with other people in your community. So, in the Entrepreneurship Coworkers Community, we have a complete Slack channel where you get to talk to other CEOs just like you. We give you a quiz to find out who you are and what type of CEO you are. And in this quiz, you get to meet other CEOs that may be more creative or traditional or hybrid. We have these CEOs there for you. But even taking it up a notch, we have local chapters in your city from Atlanta to Dallas to New York to Houston to Chicago. Chapters in your city where we're actually linking up every single month to work together, linking up to go to brunch together, having fun together, doing community service outreach. Like this is a section of our life where we can really co work and mingle with other people. It's time for you to get some co work assist. And this community is completely free. Just because you're watching this podcast, all you have to do is stop, pause the podcast, click the link below, take the assessment, get in the community, and I'll see you there. Bye, coworker. Back to the episode. So I could mm -hmm. go, and I did all the meetings, all the training in the beginning yeah. because I had to get my, my, my community built, my sticky factor built mm -hmm. with my community. And I believe that if I could do that, I would make history. Ooh, so at this point, what year is this? What year are we in now? Ooh, all right. What year are we in? We are in the, we're in the 2000s. Okay, okay. I took a long break. It okay. wasn't like year, like two years. It was, it was almost, like 10. Yeah, almost. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So mm -hmm. what did you do in that gap? I became a, a professional speaker. I started okay. traveling with Les Brown. Yeah. I was his opening speaker. I love yes. that. I love and that. And selling his products. If you can't, if you can't serve other people mm. and if you can't submit yeah. what you do to learn some things, yeah. you, you can't be great. You know, one thing that I do love about you is that you're always in the seat and learning. It doesn't matter what you have accomplished, what you do. You literally, I heard you tell a story about you started a beauty brand and then you went to school to learn it. I did. I went to school and, and, and actually got a license. I became a licensed esthetician. So when I hired my chemist, I knew what I was talking about. Mm. So I got the license and I even went further to learn uh, chemical makeup. Yeah. You know how what compounds work really well together. So I wanted to learn the scientific aspect of of the beauty brand. Absolutely. Most people wouldn't do that. Well, listen, mm, if I'm going to put my name and my money behind it, mm. I need it to work and I want to know it. Yeah. I want to learn it. So I love, I love, I love learning. I love that. Mm -hmm. So, okay, going back, we in the early 2000s, mm -hmm. you came, you've been, you've been on stages, you did all the things. Yes. What was your thought process of, okay, now I want to, I need to start again. Like I yeah. dropped something that I really shouldn't have dropped. Because everybody kept coming to me on the stage mm -hmm. saying, I need you to mentor me. This is this. We're going way back. Yeah. I need, I need to, how do I do? So I said, you know what? I need to pick the jewelry back up as the vehicle. And that will be the vehicle. What I'm really selling is personal development mm. disguised in the jewelry business. Yeah. So that's what I was really selling was that personal development mm. and, and care. 
and sisters being able to really support and really be there for each other. That's what I was selling. I love this. So now we've started the jewelry Mm -hmm. business. How many consultants did you start with? I started with like, um, I would go into the hair salons and get them. So maybe five. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I built it you, up You five. went one by one yeah. to build. Yeah. This is yeah. crazy. And they okay. were all invited Okay, to join me. And I went one by one. And uh, then I had five. Then I had ten. And then I taught them how to recruit. Mm. And we only recruited in those states. Wow. So now we're building this business. It's getting big. Mm-hmm. This this baby is going from a baby to a toddler. Yeah. Now what? Now we have Stacy 2000. Okay. So I, that's what I call my 2000 consultant. Okay. Stacy 2000. She still goes by that name on Instagram. Yes. And once I get 2000, I'm ready. I've learned, I've grown, and now I'm ready to launch it to the world. Mm. And I have 2000 consultants. Right. And here we go. And then it just doubled and doubled. And we celebrate every milestone. Mm. Celebrate 3,000, you know, 4,000. Every time I would send out something to celebrate and I would just get them buy-in. Then I would have the um, conferences twice a year to launch new catalogs. And I called them the launch. Okay. So I would have two launches a year. And we would launch a new catalog. And people would come to the launch just to see black women Loving on each other. Yes. And then they would walk the stage with, you know, their shoes. And then I got into, you know, eventually, um, you know, letting them walk out, whatever promotions, started adding promotions and training and celebrating them. Then trips, people would die for those trips I would get. I can only imagine. Like, I'm thinking, because I'm also thinking about the time frame. Of all it is, this is before we got, you know, you, you see it more now, right? But earlier, early 2000s, we're not seeing black women coming together, having a blast and loving each other. Like No, that. I, there, since, since Madam Walker, mm-hmm. I am the only woman yeah. who started a direct selling company with consultants. I'm the only one. Still to this day from a hundred years ago. So no, we don't see it. That's why people would come to my events. I would thousands. I didn't even have really that many that were coming. I didn't even have them in the business right? because they wanted to see it. Yeah. We were making history. Right. We were making history. And when you make history, you're going to have people who are going to be on the right side of history and those who are going to be on the wrong. Mm -hmm. So I've had experiences with people who were on the wrong side trying to destroy. Right. When you're building and you're building a network of women like that, have mercy. And it's a volunteer uh, sales force. Right, right. You're going to get it. You're going to get some of everybody. Mm -hmm. And it ain't going to be your avatar of what you want right in a person because you got to go wide now it's like i can't be you know like you started i can't i'm choosing the people i I had no choice yeah applications were coming 300 a uh a week 600 you know a thousand in a month two thousand in a month and just doubling so i couldn't see it so i started traveling to the you know getting some chapters uh, going to different states so i can lay eyes i still had to find a way to be sticky we had no facebook we didn't have instagram we didn't have any of that so i had to find the way to still connect Mm -hmm. to find the faithfulness in those who will make sure that things were done the tracy lynn way and that's 
Dr. Tracy way, but the Tracy Lynn way. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're gonna talk about this because yeah. this is now. Is this the fourth iteration? Like this is the next season. You, you, it is the next season, but I've been training for the season my mm-hmm. whole life. Yep, because you just said when you were with Les Brown, people had already started to see that. And you already started to yeah. see it, and I had no vehicle for them. Yeah, and coaching what? And Les wasn't doing coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just out on the stage getting it. Yeah. And folks was throwing money, so I thought that was gonna. <laughs> be my profession yeah i never seen people throw credit cards you know trying to get <laughs> right. the products right and you know all tapes we didn't know you know it wasn't even cds it were tape cassettes right so to see that and for me to serve because i spoke i would open and then i come back and sell his product mm. and was glad to do it yes the season of serving and i think you know one thing i tell people about my story is i started my business at 19 but from when i got to Atlanta at 21 from like 21 which is about 2017 to about 2020 i was working in the agency capacity and i was serving and i feel like everybody needs a serving season they do you have to have one absolutely Absolutely. You must have a serving season so that you remember, mm-hmm. always remember yeah. what it's like to serve. Yeah. So people will meet me all the time and say, you know, I didn't know you had or I didn't know you were. Mm-hmm. Well, because I don't walk around with that yeah. because I love to serve. Yeah. So it's important that you serve. It keeps you where you need to be. Absolutely. Because anything can happen. I've I've been to the top, yeah. down to the bottom, and had to make my way back several times. Yeah. So I don't take that for granted. What did it look like? You said you've been to the top and got down to the bottom. What did they look like for you? Well, it looked like I was believing my own press is what it looked like. Because <laughs> I was in um, Essence Magazine and some black enterprise and some stuff. I was like, girl. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then when it's all gone, that's what mm-hmm, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And depression sets in and nobody's talking about depression. No. Back then. No. You know, we weren't talking about these mental health lore. Right episodes yeah so um it looked bad that's what yeah. it looked like yeah and I'm just grateful uh you know for God and my and prayer praying people to bring me back yeah to get me back on track I love that and like I said this allowed you one I keep hearing your story but I keep see, seeing parts of the things, the lessons that you learned from yes. the first iteration the second iteration you bring it into this now Exactly. Exactly. And I didn't know about this now Mm -hmm. because sometimes you just got to walk out the season you're in. Yeah. And I was a hundred percent in. Yeah. And I was in for the people. I love the people. Yes. And, and, but that's where I also learned how to be careful with the love with the people. Yeah. I learned some things. I learned, you know, I learned some, some valuable lessons, but I didn't know it was going to lead to this iteration right and someone just um left a voice note today saying hey i want you to come and 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 be a part of some event she's having mm-hmm. and and the main thing was you know you did this this and that but i love how you reinvent mm. because when when you've got something to say when yeah. you are iconic yeah it doesn't die with with whatever you were doing absolutely you you, you still got more in you right. to do Right. 
And one thing that you also talk about is that you have to know that you're iconic. Like you got to believe that you are iconic. But even with you saying like you're for the people, it's amazing to me because I can see it now. Right. I can see how you are for the people. And you could have left the people where they was at several times. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Absolutely. Several times. You could have yes. just be like, y'all know, you know, yep. keep y'all over there. Yep. Yep. And, you know, I was meeting with this one girl. I was going to tell her all my secrets of where mm -hmm. I shopped. And we were going to meet at Olive Garden. This is way back in the day. <laughs> and I went to one Olive Garden, and she went to another. Mm. And within a month, I was back in. It was my third iteration. So we were supposed to meet yes. and never did. Yeah. And I, it was never for that because yeah. I had another iteration of jewelry to you do. You didn't even know. I had no idea. You didn't even know. No. I love that. I love that. So before we wrap this up, I we want to wrap up already. <laughs> they, they like 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we just it, getting, it's getting started. Good, right. It's getting good. It's okay. getting good. Whew. But one thing I want um, you to talk about, mm -hmm. what is like one mistake or one thing you will want to share with the audience of what they, they, they need to know and know from your story. Well, you know, hopefully they've heard so much. Yeah. And when you start making money, it is important. I'm, I'm talking to all the iconic entrepreneurs mm -hmm, out there, mm -hmm. the future millionaires. That's yes. why they, that's why they watching yes, to, to yes. pick up something. Yes. Let me tell you something. You had a woman on here talking about your taxes, yes. pay your taxes. Right, right. That's one of them things <laughs> because we get that hustle mentality mm -hmm. and everything's underground. Then you can't buy nothing because right. everything's underground. Right, right. And then, then when the IRS come to audit you, they yep. going for your underground stuff. Yep. They know how to look at all the mm -hmm. cash app and all, all, all your, the things. All the things. <laughs> right. So I would say I, you know, almost got myself in trouble by not knowing how to position myself financially. Mm. I, I need it. So I, I, I travel with um, three to five lawyers on retainer. Wow. Right now, not a, I'm not active in the jewelry business, but I still have three, re three attorneys on yeah. retainer because I have to have my trademark attorney, my patent, and my general. Yeah. So I, I have that. I have my accountant, and then I have um, my bookkeeper. So I have my CPA, the bookkeeper. It's a so team, a force. I, it's a full force. And I used, I used to call my consultants the force. Yes. May the force be with you. Because yes. when we came through up it's in we there, coming. we coming. <laughs> we go on the cruise. We take over the cruise. Yes. At night, we come all, oh, we come in there walking. We get so many people to join our company because of how we walk. We took mm, the ship. I love that. I love that. The force. Force. The force. The force. So have your your financials together. Have your financials together. I mean, I was audited. Thank the good Lord. Mm -hmm. And I got a good team. Yeah. Uh, and that was early on when I was just starting to make money. Yeah. So I learned some good lessons very early. Mm -hmm. And from that, I got a team. I and, and I was in my 20s. And I got a I got a team as I a result it. of that. I love you. So that was, that was an important lesson. Listen, y'all, keep the team tight, okay? Because yes. you never know what is going to happen. Dr. Tracy, this has been a really good conversation. And listen, I need y'all to tap in because I just know she didn't even give you a piece of all the things that she knows and the things yeah. that she has accomplished over the years. We could literally be here all day. This right. is a TV show. Yeah. We need to get a docuseries yeah, going. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, we got a good three episodes. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. before we even look at each other and say, now what we want to talk about. Right. <laughs>
a good three to five more. <laughs> Listen. You know, because exactly. I'm sprinkling this, I'm putting mm-hmm. that, because I'm just trying to give your listeners, you know, and 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 I love the Ghetto CEO podcast because this is where you can keep it real, real, and yes. the expectation, we didn't have a chance to talk about what to talk about. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to worry about that because we always flow. Yes. We're, we're together. Yes. And I want to give them real stuff mm-hmm. beyond the veil. Yep. So they can know like yes. this is and one thing that we hear all the time from our listeners is that, dang, I love that I'm not going through this alone because there's nobody talks about these mm-hmm. things. That's why I joined associations because I needed to know I wasn't by myself. Thanks. And then if you listen to sometimes customers or other people, they make you think. That you ain't doing it right. Mm-hmm. Especially me being a, a black woman. Yep. I had to I had to outperform for customers mm-hmm. and for my own consultants. You yes. know we black. So we can't do that. You know we black. Well, listen, I've been black my whole life. <laughs> I know I'm black. You ain't got to remind me of yes. that. I'm already an overachiever. I had to be. Right. You ain't got to remind me about and that. Everybody got their opinions. So you had a hundred thousand opinions. All day, all yeah. night. Yeah. I love that y'all. I hope y'all stay tapped in because listen, I don't listen. Y'all gonna Ooh. have to learn, okay, yeah. about Dr. Tracy because, like I said, she has a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of stories that is really going to help you transform to your next level, your yeah. iconic level thank you, um thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the ghetto ceo podcast listen make sure you like comment and subscribe and go over to apple Podcasts or spotify leave a review because that's how we know that we're doing a good job i'll see you guys on the next episode